Hey everybody, I'm Steve Johnson. Welcome to my podcast. The name of this podcast is Coaching Falcons. The purpose is to reflect back on my 30-year coaching career, some of the events that happened while I coached, some of my colleagues that I coach with, some of the coaching staff, philosophies, and how things were done back in the old days. I guess you can say this is old school football talk. I grew up right up the street from a elementary junior high school. In my small community, uh, you had every individual that you can think of that was active in playing sports. Back in the 60s, everybody played sports from the time that we got up in the morning to the time that we went to bed at night. We were involved in doing something active. Uh, There was no television back then, at least as far as 24-hour television. We had three stations, you know, NBC, ABC, and CBS. We had an antenna, and there were days that we couldn't tune in to uh, certain TV stations. So therefore, we had a lot of time in which we spent outside, and the majority of that time was getting out and roughhousing it and playing football, boys and girls throughout our neighborhood. I I was introduced to sports simply because we used to play all the time, and it wasn't until I was in the third grade that I was introduced to organized sports, and that was uh, football baseball, and basketball. We did all other types of sports in the neighborhood. We would play soccer, or at least pretend to play soccer. We would do, you know, hide and seek, ghosts in the graveyard. We were constantly doing things. Uh, We were smart enough not to play full tackle all the time. So on Miles Street, uh, some of uh, our buddies that we grew up with, we would play uh, slow motion tackle. And we would take people to the ground. It was just everything was done in slow motion. So from there, that's kind of a background of getting involved. You know, at uh, at football, I played with the uh, Eagles. And I think the coach at that time was uh, Mr. Donnelly was the uh, Eagles coach. And uh, for, for baseball, uh, playing Peanut League and then Little League, the Little League, uh, coach was a guy by the name, a legend by the name of Sonny Chapman. And he was the uh, coach of the Giants. Um, I didn't have a lot of um, uh, brothers and sisters. I had a, an older brother that lived with us, and I had a uh, brother and sister that lived down in Florida. But for the most part, because of the age discrepancy between my older brother, who played basketball at Elizabethtown Catholic High School, uh, there was no little brothers or anything like that for me. So I had to uh, get together with all the friends in the neighborhood. So that's that's what we did. We played football and baseball, basketball, you know, all the time. And uh, that was my introduction to, uh, to sports itself. Uh, as we moved from the elementary, we went to uh, T.K. Stone Junior High School, which was right down the street from where I live. I didn't. You know, they have four basketball goals there. Everybody from in Elizabethtown, Radcliffe would come down and play basketball on those goals, pick up games, four on four, 
You know, make it, take it was always the start of things. You know, uh, we always played 21. 21 was a warm up until we got tired of that. And then we would choose teams. And for the most part, we played mostly four on four. There was no four court, you know, five on five basketball, you know, because uh, it was a waste of time for us. You can get more done with four on four. You can work just as hard with four on four basketball as opposed to running full court. Now, there were tournaments that we went to in which uh, we played five on five, but 95% of the time we played four on four basketball. Never anything less, you know, but we uh, were always busy. As far as football goes, same thing. We were organized uh, at the junior high school. We played uh, seventh grade, eighth grade, and uh, ninth grade football. Then there was a senior high school which was about um, probably a mile from where I live. And I would walk to school uh, to, to do that. At the um, middle school or the junior high, uh, I don't remember the sixth and seventh, I mean the seventh and eighth grade coaches as far as football goes. I know the basketball coach was Mr. Hilton and Mr. Shear. And the football coach... Um, Eighth grade, I don't remember. Uh, ninth grade was Coach Myers. Uh, we had a group of athletes going through uh, Elizabethtown from the mid-60s, probably through graduation, that we had a ton of athletes that um, went through this small small community. Uh, we've, uh, Elizabethtown High School has won us a state championship in just about every sport. Uh, the only sport that Elizabethtown High School that I know of does not really participate in is wrestling. But we've won a state championship in football. We won a state championship in basketball, in baseball, a couple state championships. Um, and, and that's boys and girls as far as uh, basketball state championships. And one thing unique about Kentucky is that it's single class. You know, uh, in other states, they've got, you know, one class or, you know, class 2A, 3A, and so on. But Elizabethan, I mean, in Kentucky, it's single class. And when you talk about the Sweet 16, it's totally different in the state of Kentucky than it is in the state in which I reside right now, Indiana. Sweet 16 is the is the ultimate because it gives you a chance to play for a state championship. Uh, your town shuts down, the, the state kind of shuts down, and everybody goes to one location, and it's truly a tournament that lasts uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And out of those three days, you get a state champion. doesn't matter the size of the school, doesn't matter uh, what part of the state you came from, but um, in uh, 2000, uh, Elizabethtown High School won the uh, state championship. It's, um, it's a big deal. And um, growing up in Elizabethtown, all sports, everything that we did was based on just getting out and having fun. And we were very, very competitive. You know, Elizabethtown's a small community at the time that I was there. It was only probably 12,000 people. But within that 12,000 people, the Elizabethtown Independent School District was even smaller 
You know, uh, Elizabethtown is located within Hardin County. And there are county schools and then there's a city school. And the city school is very small compared to the county school system. Uh, you, you don't realize it until afterwards that the entire time that I was in the school system in Elizabethtown, there were only about 2,000 students from K through 12. Elizabethtown High School only had around 700 students. But, you know, we didn't, as going through Elizabethtown High School, we didn't know how many, I didn't know how many students people there were at high at the high school but come to find out afterwards there's only about 700 students and within those 700 students very very competitive and all at all levels so that's a, a little bit about my background I didn't play college football uh, my parents couldn't afford for me to uh, go to college so uh, right out of high school I went into the military I joined the United States Coast Guard so that I could figure out how I could uh, pay for school after serving in the military for, for four years. And so after four years, commitment, uh, stationed down in Texas uh, three of the years, and I spent a year in Italy, and I decided to come back uh, to Elizabethtown and enrolled at Eastern Kentucky University and ended up getting a degree from Eastern in uh, history and secondary education. Uh, something that I always wanted to do, uh, my, my high school history teacher in my freshman year was uh, Mr. Robert Hilton. And I loved his class so much that I told him one day that I wanted to be like him. And, and for a freshman in high school, you don't really know what you want to do. Most freshmen, I should say. However, I knew that I wanted to teach history. And so when I enrolled at Eastern Kentucky University, I knew that I was going to uh, go into teaching. And I chose secondary education as opposed to elementary education because I knew I did not want to uh, uh, teach little kids. You know, I wanted to coach football. I wanted to coach baseball or basketball. I wanted to coach. And therefore, I was going to get involved in, in, in the secondary uh, education. While at Eastern, I, um, I met my future wife, and uh, when I proposed to her, I uh, let her know that at that proposal that uh, somewhere down the line, I was going to be coaching. I don't know what was I was going to be coaching. I was going to be coaching football or baseball or basketball. I wasn't sure. Uh, football was definitely going to be on, on the, uh, on the radar for sure, because I love football and I still love it to this day. I also love track and field. And, uh, while I was at Elizabethtown high school, I did play baseball. I did play basketball. I did play, I did run track and I played football, you know, under, uh, a few legendary coaches, you know, coach Ray Vinsel. You know, he was the, probably one of the greatest influences in Elizabethtown uh, sports history. You know, here's a guy from Elizabethtown, goes to Eastern Kentucky University, ends up coaching at Madison Central High School, ends up winning the state championship and comes back to Elizabethtown. And within a year or two years, he's able to take Elizabethtown High School to the state finals. 
And so in, in basketball, and so he was a great influ- uh, influence on me. Um, coach Ron Myers, also baseball coach, uh, he was a, a great influence, and he was able to win a couple state championships as well. Uh, coach uh, Vensel um, uh, was a football coach, and Coach Roy Speck was the track coach. And I was able to letter in four sports. And I don't, I don't know if there is anybody else or it's pretty rare for someone to letter in four sports because I was able to uh, run track and uh, do baseball on off days. And my senior year of baseball, you know, it was difficult to do that. But I was able to uh, letter in four sports. And so um, I was... Um, able to, uh, after, after getting married, uh, my wife and I, Lynn, ended up getting a position, I ended up getting a position to teach at Perry Meridian High School, which is in Indianapolis, Indiana. Weird thing about getting to Perry Meridian High School, uh, this was in 1984. I, I started teaching in October of 84. However, in December of 83, I had an interview with uh, Dr. Melvin Mosier uh, at Eastern. And he said that if um, something came available, that he would contact me. And I had interviewed with Houston schools and schools in Missouri. I had inter- uh, interviewed with schools uh, in uh, Kansas, and no one wanted to give me a job. Well, in um, uh September of 84, Lynn and I were married, moved to Elizabethtown, and I was a volunteer coach uh, at the freshman level, uh, coaching with uh, James Hare, who was a freshman coach. And then October that year, one of the kids uh, came up to the football field at T.K. Stone and said, hey, Coach Johnson, uh, your wife wants you to, to come home. Uh, there's something important that she has to talk to you about, you know, and, and, and my thoughts were, oh my God, something happened. Somebody's died or something like that. So I rushed home, I left practice, rushed home. And, uh, Lynn told me that Dr. Melvin Mosier had called and wanted me to come up and interview for a job at Paramaridian High School to teach history and driver's education. And so... You know, we, I said, well, heck yes, because I didn't know if I was ever going to be able to get on at Elizabethtown Independent Schools. You know, um, my uh, history teacher at at high school was John Barrett, and he was close to retirement, but we wasn't sure if he was going to retire or not. So I took the chance, we took the chance to say, hey, let's go up here to Indianapolis and um, interview for this position, and maybe we'll get it, maybe not. So we drove up and uh, went uh, to uh, the central office and met with Dr. Mosier. I had a quick interview with him, went over to the high school and met with Mr. Head, who was a principal at Prairie Meridian at the time. And from there, he went around the school and went back over to... um, PTEC, which is Perry Educational Center, and um, l- later on that evening, we drove back to Elizabethtown. It's about a two-hour and 15-minute drive, and Dr. Mosier, uh, 
gave me a call the next uh, week, not next week, the next day, and said, hey, we would like to offer you the job. And Lynn and I had only been married for a month. You know, we got married on September 15th, 1984. And this was like September the 11th. Um, no, I take it back, October the 11th uh, of 84. So um, Dr. Moser said, okay, will you accept it? I said, well, let us, let us talk about it. And we did the old, you know, we got out a legal pad and, and we sat down and put the pros and cons on one side of the page and the other. You know, and one of the biggest thing was, do we wait for Coach Barrett to retire, which he wasn't sure if he was going to retire in a year or two or that year? Or do we take a chance and uh, go to Indianapolis and not knowing anybody in the city? I've never been to Indianapolis, but one, one other time before, and that was to come and uh, interview for the position. So uh, Lynn and I decided that, hey, let's go to Indy. And on October the 19th of that year, 1984, uh, we packed up, I got a rental uh, U-Haul truck and put everything in the U-Haul truck and Lynn drove our the only car that we had, which was a 78 Monte Carlo, and we moved to Indiana. Oh, let, me, let me go back for a second. Dr. Mosier said, hey, can you start on, this was like a Friday. He goes, can you start on Monday? I said, no, I can't start on Monday. I mean, I don't even have a place. We don't have a place to live. So we need at least a place to live in order to move to Indianapolis. So I said, well, if you give us a week to 10 days, uh, we can be up there. Give us a week, the following week. So Lynn and I came up back to Indianapolis, um, looked for a place to live, Found a place in Greenwood called Valla Vista Arms, which is off of Main Street in 65. It was close to the school. I knew how to get to the school. Didn't know how to get anyplace else. Got to the school. Then on October the 19th, we moved to Indianapolis. Got moved in. Uh, got settled in an apartment. Uh, actually, the apartment was above um, a teacher that was teaching at Prairie Meridian High School. Also didn't know that until later. And then the next day, we decided to go explore the city and go downtown, and it was the very first year of the Circle City Classic. And so um, the legend of Jerry Rice uh, was introduced to Indianapolis. And so he was playing for Mississippi Valley State, and we went downtown and kind of walked around and drove around, came back to Greenwood. And that was the beginning. That was a Friday. That Monday was my first uh, day at Paramarinian High School. It was after the first nine weeks, and I was teaching uh, all history classes, which were uh, juniors. And I walked into the school and went to my classroom, got it set up the best that I could, and started teaching. Didn't know a kid. You know, they had been in school for nine weeks. And in I walked, and I ended up teaching uh, U.S. history, 
and driver's ed uh, for that first couple of years. Um, and that was really uh, my introduction, introduction to uh, Indianapolis and Perry Meridian High School. At that point in time, I wasn't coaching, but in my interview with Dr. Mosier and Mr. Head, I told him that I would like to coach. So, and um, the spring of 1985, a position opened to be a sixth grade football coach at the middle school. Perry Meridian Middle School, which was right across the street from Perry Meridian High School. So I applied and met with um, the person that was in charge of uh, intramurals. It was an intramural uh, sport. And uh, uh, the person at the time was Ken Halp, who was the uh, football coach at Southport High School. Now, Perry Township, the township in which I uh, taught, uh, has two high schools. Southport High School, which had been around since 1896, one of the traditional high schools, lots of tradition, lots of uh, uh, recognition, many state championships, and the school that I ended up teaching in is a lot like um, Elizabethtown High School. Uh, it started in 1973. You know, Southport High School at that time, 1971 or so, had about 5,000 students. So they broke Southport High School up into another high school in which they took some of the students from Southport, I think they were juniors uh, from, from the history of it, and they moved some of the teachers and the students over to uh, Perry Meridian High School. So thus an immediate rivalry started between Southport and Perry Meridian. A well-tradition school versus an upstart school on the other side of, of the township. So uh, Indianapolis is uh, a, a fairly big city. Probably at the time, Perry Township had probably 12,000 um, 12, students within the, within the district. As of right now, there's over 16,000 students. So uh, that was my introduction to um, Perry Township. And that spring of 1985, I was hired to coach the Perry Meridian Middle School sixth grade football team. And let me tell you, never in my lifetime had I thought that this would be the start of a 30-year career. Because when I went over to the middle school at that time, they had equipment that was made from probably the 1960s, maybe 50s. It was all outdated. There were plenty of kids to be there. Now, this was in the springtime. And so what happened was that Perry Meridian Middle School would play the other middle school in the township which was, at the time, Keystone Middle School. So they'd play, we would practice for 
four weeks, and then we would play two or three games between between the two schools. And I think every now and then for the first two years, they would play a Franklin Central School. So I was the coach. I had no help. And so I had to get somebody to help me with the uh, middle school um, sixth grade football team. And that was the beginning of my 30-year coaching career. Um, with that, uh, I'd like to say in the, in the next episode, I would uh, go into how and uh, the, the situation that led me to be a, to go from the sixth grade to the high school and from an assistant to the defensive coordinator uh, at the varsity level. So that will come in a future uh, podcast. This is just an opening, uh, just to give a little background on me and, and how I got into coaching, some of my history, and how I was, a, how I was able to become one of the uh, coaches in Indianapolis. With that, I'd like to say uh, I hope you enjoyed this. Just a little background, and then I will pick it up in the next episode with uh, moving forward and getting myself to the high school rank and some of the um, uh, ups and downs of getting to become a a varsity uh, assistant coach. Till our next episode, get out there, do something, walk, golf, run, be active, keep your heart healthy. We have come together to fight for victory Best friends with one another. Two, two, five, like one big family. Zero. So come on, Eagle mighty strong. Falcons. Blitz Let's join in on the fun. Our team three, is finally ready strong. to Blitz fight for number one. Cover one. Our team includes one, many three, things seven, thunder, to help us win this fight. Guts one, Courage, cover one. pride, and poise zero, to show one, us three, what is Tomahawk, right. Cover three. And if we don't do what is three, right, one, seven, we'll find out what is wrong. Our team will never give up. Our team will never give up. Our team will never give up. We've been fighting for too long.